A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome to the Cast number 35 with Rendy. Rendy, absolute privilege to have you on the cast. Uh, just recently listened to the OSRS podcasts with you on it. And so, OSRS podcast, by the way, keep stealing my guests. Did you know that? That you were stolen from me? Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, both of you actually asked me to come on the exact same time, but uh, they were like, they were quick to pick up on it. I guess I don't know. No, but, I don't think yeah. they, I don't think they actually stole it from me. But uh, you, you were a, you know, a really talked about figure in the community for a minute. So I assume they probably yeah. just got you on. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me here, man. Appreciate it. No, thanks for uh, accepting the invitation. Honestly, like <laughs> it's really cool getting you on because I gotta say, you have you are probably one of the best old school RuneScape YouTubers. I'd honestly say top three. Your videos are fucking quality, man, and that's like it's it's just really cool. Like you put a lot of dedication into it, and not only that, it's not it's not only that, but you're also a super talented player. So it's just like the perfect mixture. Thanks, man. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'd put myself top three, but I definitely do spend like a lot of time on my videos. So I'm not the type of person that uploads frequently because I spend way too much time on singular videos. So I hope that when I put like one out, you know, it's like a banger or else all has failed. So that's kind of, I you're, guess, my motivation. You're like the opposite of me. Like my videos are literally just like record, upload, like no editing usually, but so it's just cool to see somebody that puts in actual time into it. Yeah, I've I've questioned it as well though because it's like uh you know how much time is really worth it. It's like kind of like that perfectionism yeah uh habit and it's just like I'll go back and redo something that probably was 100% fine before and just waste more time, you know. So it's definitely like a a pitfall you can easily fall into if you're trying to go for like quality over quantity. Which doesn't always work out either. Like quantity over quality in many cases, I feel like, especially on YouTube, is 
almost somewhat better. So what you're doing is definitely probably like a really good route. <laughs> there, now it's it's got to be a little bit a little bit more quality. <laughs> I think. I, I mean, don't know. Your your stuff's good. Like I mean, well, thank you, you seem to have like all of these uh, talks pretty planned out, even and just to do that to go on here for like you know, two to three hours, however long with someone and ask them an appropriate amount of questions probably takes a fair bit of planning. And uh, it's, I, I just have Twitter carry me on, on the topics and stuff. If I didn't have Twitter, yeah. oh God, I'd have, I don't I, know though. I'm, I'm looking at the topics now. There's not a lot there. And yeah, but like... you are just an interesting man. So like, <laughs> we'll just naturally go into stuff. So, mm. but with, like, okay, I've had some guests, so. I've had some guests where it's like, I really have to I'm the one asking questions, 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 but there's no real like, like, I don't know, cooperation or whatever. Not that's not the word, but you know what I mean. Like where you start having an actual discussion. Yeah, that'll be me. I'll just like give you one order of responses. And <laughs> just have to keep asking. Me questions. Well, so far it's going well. <laughs> yeah. Um. So far. Yeah, but no, there there's a fine balance, and I with like I guess besides my podcast, my other videos are pretty. Like, eh. Anyway, but. I could put a little bit more quality into it, but yeah. So uh, I kind of want to start off this podcast by getting to little, getting to know you just a little bit more. Uh, been watching your YouTube and stuff and Twitch streams for like almost three years now. I want to say, but I still don't feel like I know you in uh, like how you started in the game. So can you briefly go into like? What got you into OSRS? What got you into RuneScape in general? What got you into... Well, here, we'll start out with the game, and then we'll go into, like, the content creation (laughs) segment. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like a lot of people don't know me at all, actually, like, um, personally. But we'll start start with the game part. Um, So, I started RuneScape in, like, 2005. Um, I was, like, 10 years old, I think. Um, just cause a lot of my real life friends played it and I played it really casually, but even back then, uh, after playing a main for just a few months, I was like, I'm bored of this. I really want to make a new type of account, uh, something unique, uh, to build. So I even went about making something called like a Torag hammer pier just cause I thought it sounded cool, you know, <laughs> cause like no one had done it, even though it was like the stupidest idea ever. It was like 70 attack and strength and Back then, no one knew, like, the metas of, like, gear and anything. So, you know, I was like, what if I, you know, used a, a bow into a pair of Torag hammers or something, you know? Just, like, the just dumb little ideas like that. And, yeah. and throughout the entire time I've played this game, even since then, uh, I made, like, really weird accounts, like, lowest attack possible with Turmoil in, like, 2010, which was, like, 32 after Waterfall Death Plateau requirements for Ancients. Um, and I PK'd on, like, those kind of accounts with Corrupted Weapons with 20 attack requirement on them i've always tried to do something like out of the box and just dumb um but more so back then it was for pkane um back when you know the wilderness kind of was dying out uh in, in old school that's when i decided to finally you know start making like trophy accounts just kind of useless but uh cool ideas for accounts that could just have stuff that they could wield for show that normally um you know other accounts couldn't have and so that's when i got into all of that um, and that's when I finally, you know, took YouTube seriously because before I had these weird PK videos on these unique, uh, niche accounts like the corrupt turmoil peer and stuff like from pre EOC, but then I had accumulated maybe four or 5,000 subscribers 
from that from doing that for like six years or so just maybe one or two videos a year um and then i went into the trophy stuff and then i decided that uh i wanted to make a series out of kind of like the gameplay i wanted to do with these trophy accounts which was like lower the better or potato only um Potato only was a little bit different. That was the first one I started with when I really took YouTube seriously in like 2019. Um, I started uploading like weekly or every two weeks. Um, and that was kind of inspired, honestly, by like Swampletics because back then, you know, uh, like uh, Snowflake Ironmen were like a big thing. Um, so I was like, well, instead of restricting myself to an area, what if I restrict myself to only eating a certain food? <laughs> as a hardcore iron man just and it sounds like a meme as well and i like that aspect of how you you can kind of laugh about it so um that's what inspired that series died on that account and then i took it back to you know trophy accounts trophy builds um and that's when i started lower the better because i've always liked the idea of low level accounts um i totally missed an entire sector there of uh back in like 2012 I was always going for, like, lowest level achievements for, like, Fire Cape even in pre-EOC. I think I got the lowest level Fire Cape done legitimately without, like, paths and all of that in 2012 pre-EOC. Um, and then I was going for lowest level Kiln Cape, which um, I almost did. I got to the final boss, and and then I died, um, oh. unfortunately. Wait, so you uh, never really stopped playing RuneScape, right? no pre-eoc i stopped uh but then like less than a year later old school came out okay so and i started as soon as old school came out um but yeah and then a funny story like two weeks after i died to that boss the the perfect dart came out on (laughs) pre-eoc and uh i could have you know if i had that back then i could have just one shot of the boss and gotten it but uh (laughs) so i've never played rs3 like is that actually a thing? Or you just one shot? Yeah, there, there's a thing there. You can. <laughs> I don't know if it still exists, but they, they came out with it randomly. Like they never pre-announced updates back then. Yeah, they would just like slam them out. And yeah, two weeks after I died to Hari, I think it was called Hari Hari Ken. I don't the whatever the final boss of. Uh, did I? Did I even say it? the kiln? Yeah, yeah, not the no, inferno. You, I yeah, think I said, said the that. inferno. No, 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 no. You didn't. You said kiln. I did. Okay. I just don't Good. know what any of his stuff is. So <laughs> yeah, I can't it was like. You. Yeah, it was like the 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 step up from fight caves in pre UFC. Anyways, yeah, but yeah, two weeks later they're like, yeah, we came out with a dart that you can one shot any boss for, and uh, I was like, what the fuck, you know, like I could have totally used that, and no, but people were lined <laughs> up at necks in in pre UFC when that dart came out, and they were like standing in a line, <laughs> and uh, they were waiting their turn to get a one shot kill on necks and hopefully a good drop. Like, uh, I forgot what the best armor was called back then, but yeah, it was ridiculous, man. There was like hundred people standing in a line, and people would come crash and waste their dart, and then the other person would get like so butt hurt, you know. It, 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 it was like the most scuffed thing ever. And That's funny uh, as fuck, dude. Wait, yeah, how much was it, the dart? Was it tradable? Uh, it was. I think it was free. Like they gave everyone a dart. Um, <laughs> What's free? Yeah, yeah, it was free or something. I can't... uh, I think later they implemented it a different way, but, like, originally when it first came out in pre-EOC, it was, like, everyone got, like, three or something, two or three. I I don't even know. Why? Yeah. What was the fucking... I don't don't know. Some J-Mod wanted to get some easy boss. Yeah, people were literally using them for, like, the hardest bosses in the game. You could just one-shot things with them. It was ridiculous. 
Imagine um, they came out with that in old school. Like seriously. Oh man. Yeah. I don't even know what I would do with that in old school. Um Jesus. but Yeah, then then I so I took that same motto to old school later. Um did did low level fire capes in like twenty fourteen to like twenty sixteen. Um, lowest level at the time. I did like a level 35, level 34, 33, 31, 30, 29, 26. Like, I just kept trying to beat myself because no one is really competing with me. Yeah. And it was kind of like a stupid goal to have, anyways, to be fair. But um, I just liked the aspect of it. So I would stream that sometimes way back in the day. Remember one of my lowest level Fire Cape streams got like a thousand viewers. I was like number one on RS for like. A total of one hour i was like so hyped um but uh yeah then so i took the concept of low of lower levels to um other things in the game not just fight caves and that's what kind of inspired me to do the lower the better series um and but then i kind of hated it as i went on and because <laughs> i was scrapping an account every like two yeah. weeks couldn't really progress on anything so yeah, that's kind of like my RuneScape background, my RuneScape story. Like, th- there's probably bits and pieces I've forgotten, but um, yeah. I want to. Yeah, I I kind of want to hear uh, about the space race to the level three fire cape a little bit more. Um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Uh, that was such a so, hype time. So like, um, trying to remember back. I, yeah, I had seventeen combat fire cape. Okay, I had 18 Combat Fire Cape for, like, um, I think, like, eight months or something. And then I made... That was, like, Lower the Better episode number three. And then, um, like, I think eight months later, I did 17 Combat to, like, outdo myself again like I had in the past for, like, Lower the Better number 14 or something. Um, And then, like, a month later, like, some dude showed up at the GE and it was, like, 16 Combat or something. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck, you know, like, <laughs> is that real? Because, like, I hadn't seen it, and, like, no one had really seen him walking around. And we had to, like, question if it was even real or not. Like, yeah. I even, like, I even asked a J-Mod if it was real. <laughs> I was like, is that real? Like, because, like, at the time, I was thinking, like, what I did was, like, like I didn't Flawless. think any sane person would fucking try to sit there for, like, 100 hours and, you know, do something as ridiculous as that just to beat it by a combat level. But, no, yeah, it was, it, I, and I was expecting... You know, maybe it was exact, but I sent him, sent him a message and he never responded uh, for at least a while until he, like, a few days, you know, just to keep me on edge, I guess, <laughs> and fuck with me. And But, like, he had asked me, what kind of tipped me off was he asked me, like, a month prior to that, he's like, well, how do you know, like, how long do you know before something's poisoned or not? And I think I told him, like, it was, like, 20, around 20 seconds. And that's, like, the last thing he had asked me. So I was like, oh, shit, you know, it's probably him. Um uh... And then, like, he he outdid himself again, uh, I think, with the uh, 14 combat. And it was, like, perfected. Like, he even had better than standard RNG on it or something. Like, he was, like, getting poisons off like a madman uh, with, like, probably, like, a 1 in 2 chance versus, like, 1 in 4. And at the end of the video, you know, he claims it's, like, um, this is never going to be beaten in the current form because, like, the method's perfected and I had crazy good luck. But, like, what he didn't know at the time was, like... I was even more surprised that another person was walking around with like an even lower cape because at the time I was in the middle of the fight caves on another account <laughs> trying to beat his previous record uh, <laughs> for like 16 combat or whatever it was with this new like ring of recoil method I found. Um, and what inspired me to find that method was like I've never I haven't had an account with 75 HP in like 
years. And I don't even think before Suffering came out. So I was like, I went on a tournament world. I was messing around at the ring. And I was like, wait a second. I was like, I can just add this noted ring of recoil to this thing. And it resets the charge on all the other ones. I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. I was like, how has no one ever realized this before? And I was like, that means I can literally do this thing at like less than 10 combat. So yeah, like I was in the middle of this nine combat fight cave. The second he released that, um, the 14 combat one. And then the next day I'd done it. Um, oh, so, so he, good. he only had a day of 14 combat <laughs> and I felt kind of bad for him. Cause like those Cause capes are even worse. Those are harder. Like <laughs> yeah. those you have to sit there and poison and pray flick everything. And like, and like, those were the worst things ever. I remember having to do those and, and the fact that, um, you know, I just went up to him after a day with this, like, new, ridiculous kind of cheese method. Uh, <laughs> I felt kind of bad. But, uh, yeah, it it felt good at the same time, I guess, because, like, wow, you know, he said it was impossible. And then one day later, I come out with that. <laughs> and then that's <laughs> when we started talking. And he's like, oh, yeah, you think you can do, like, lower prayer? And I was like, maybe, you know, I don't know. And the whole time after that, we'd been talking back and forth. Um, and then he did the, uh, like, uh 40 prayer one or no was it 37 prayer i think he did 37 prayer like instead of nine combat it was like eight combat uh without range protect and then i did four combat after his seven combat and then we were both kind of stumped on three combat and that's when we like helped each other out a bit um shared some methods and we both agreed you know like we're not going to kill each other because at this point we're releasing like we're like going in the fight caves like 80 hours and in like a week's time and trying to outdo each other and we're like we don't know who's gonna outdo who we don't know like all the proper methods so let's like come together for like the last one and like we'll, we'll both not release our video till each other's done that way we're not stressed the hell out yeah. it's like christmas time and we're like you know like we're not trying to like be the first to actually get it like we'll just get it when we get it and then just make a pact with, with whoever gets it first to just like come out and release it at the same time yeah so we did that, and thank God we did that because he, he fucking beat me by like I think three or four days or something. Um, and how many and hours so, did that take? The level three one. Uh, that wasn't wasn't as bad. It was like forty five hours, maybe. That's still um, just so fuck. Wait, wait. So what was the longest? What what was like the the worst it, one? It was. Was it, it like was the, the worst one? Probably. The worst one for me was eighteen because I had sat there and flinched everything like behind a rock with with poison weapons whereas like when i when i moved it to the 17 i realized i could get more dps because i had to repoison the 360s um so i would i would actually pray flick while moving back and forth out of the melee range of the 360s um and it took less time because i could get more dps off um it took more concentration but it took less time you know it's yeah. like that's kind of like what it felt like the whole time we were doing it as well going down and down it would take less time, but it would take more concentration and, like, actual more, like, skill to pull off. Yeah. Like, the elemental shield thing with the level 3 fire cape, that was terrible. <laughs> I, think, I think Exact even told me he, he he had nine attempts of doing it before, and he died on, like, all of the first nine attempts, uh, like, within the first few waves of 180s because the elemental shield thing was so hard to pull off. And, like, I myself, instead of going in on nine attempts, I just sat there on a main and did it for, like, I think, like, 11 days straight. Like, over 50 hours of just practicing it. And I died on one attempt. And then the second one, I actually got all of them uh, correctly, like, melee ticket. But it, it was so hard, dude. And I was, like, 
sweating bullets and i even you know even if i did everything perfectly with the melee tickets and killing enough of the 180s you still had that chance of having really bad luck and not not getting a poison off um on the other 180s you're supposed to poison because of just how the waves lined up and yeah. you you could just be screwed like no matter what Fuck. so yeah it was really stressful like just knowing that after i finally did that that at any time in the next 40 hours I could just have bad luck and screw myself over, so... Ugh. Those things were nail-biting, dude, watching all those videos. Just... They, they, just... I can't understand... I mean, I can understand, because it's fucking awesome, but, like, there's no way in hell I'd ever put myself through that. Like, just I would just watch the little clips in the videos. Yeah, of, like, a lot of it's not really, like, hard... Besides the sh- the like the shield thing I was talking about, that was fucking hard. But you know, a lot of it's just like the research that goes into it, and then like the amount of sheer time it takes to do, like, yeah. and the stress behind, you know, any second that time yeah. just be shot down. You know, that's that that was the hard part. The later waves got to be like shaking. It's got to be yeah, like yeah. The wildy. I had to get I had to get borderline drunk for the the jad fights. I'm not even kidding because like I have really bad anxiety. Back then I was like self medicating, so like I, as dumb as it sounds, I would get actually like almost shit face drunk and I would go and do like the the jad fight with purple sweets, Jesus which Christ. yeah, it probably wasn't a good idea, but it it worked for me. So yeah, I was like, fuck it. <laughs> Jesus, dude. But um, I was going to mention something else, but I totally forgot. I think, yeah, Exact's definitely 100% like one of the best players in the game. Oh, um, yeah. It's like he was an Inferno. not the best. Yeah, no. Yeah. He, he was an Inferno and TOB like enthusiast. And then he just like, yeah. expands. He's mm-hmm. like just and ever I'm, expanding. I'm like nothing compared to him. I just like doing the research and the knowledge aspect. He's the guy who can pull it all off, you know. That's yeah. like two totally different things. So, um, shout out to him. He's like fucking insane at the game. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And his hardcore is a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've seen all his tweets on that. Yeah. Does he actually stream anymore? Does he? Yeah, he does. He he's not like, you know, full time or anything, but he'll go live every. He'll, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's kind of like sporadic, but he'll go live for like a few days in like a week and then he'll just take like a month off. I've actually like. got one of one of those like first time badges in his chat and like first sub or whatever. Oh, yeah. The founder badge. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and it's because like I saw him and like his determination and, and this is back when like nobody really knew who he was and like he was going for like a one defense cape and he didn't know like anything about it yet. And he, but he was like determined to get it like day after day on his main. He was practicing in like you know, pure gear. And I was like, wow, you know, like this dude's going to actually do it. Cause, and he did, he got a, not only did he get a pure fight, like Inferno Cape, but he also got the lowest level Inferno Cape, you know? Yeah. And so dudes just got like insane dedication. So yeah, there, there's probably been people that have heard this cause I've mentioned it, but exact came into my stream back when like nobody really knew who he was. He hadn't really, he probably had streamed a little bit, but he hadn't had that huge spike yet or like people knew right. who he was. And he came into my stream when I was doing Chambers. This is like early 2019. And he was like kind of helping me <laughs> figure out what to do. Or like at Ulm or something. He was like, hey, you know, you can do this and it'll be like a little bit more efficient. And mm-hmm. like I didn't know who the fuck he was. And so I'm like, all right, man, like cool. 
<laughs> and then I realized, see- <laughs> like, a month later, like, oh, shit, like, I was talking to God himself, and, uh, yeah, I didn't know. Did you see that tweet uh, back in the day from Wooks whenever he, like, claimed that the run was fake when he soloed TOB because he, like, didn't know who he was? <laughs> really? I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, Wooks, like, called him out. He was like, I don't think this is legit. Like, I don't, I've never heard of you, and only so many people can solo TOB. And it was Damn. exact. Yeah, and you, I think the tweet's still up. You can still find it if you search into it. But that's fucking it was awesome. pretty funny to see. Yeah, and then like just like two years later, here we are. So yeah, I think of that that forty combat infernal cape is one of the greatest oh feats of all time. That, that's ridiculous. Didn't yeah. it take him like eleven attempts or something? Like getting um, an account to that point, and then I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I don't talk to him as much anymore, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I knew he, he did use some things they didn't show in the video because certain certain people didn't want them to get patched, but it wasn't uh, anything like that game-breaking. Yeah. Um, But I think they've actually gotten patched now anyway. So I, I think that 40 combat's, like, pretty cemented into, like, what's even going to be possible, so. Really? Damn. Yeah. 40 combat. Didn't he say like 39 was like. No, I was thinking maybe 39, yeah. But geez, like, like you see the last part of that fight when he, he had like no supplies and like he, um, yeah. I don't know, like, it seems like a stretch even to get, try and get 39. Yeah. That shit would just make me, that would make me shake watching the streams. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah, shaking. That's... And. And I, I actually went for lowest level Inferno in, like, 2018 um, when it was, like, Adwam had it. He had it at, like, 60 uh, combat, maybe, or 59. Yeah. Something, something like that. that. I think and, it was 59. Yeah, and I kept getting to Zuck on these accounts at, like, 57, 58 combat, and I would just choke every time because it's, like, Damn. the amount of actual, like, me- like mechanical ability you need um, at the final amount of, t- like... At the final wave, when you're finally that far into the, you know, attempt, it just, like, I I, ch- I would choke every time because I, I couldn't handle, like, the pressure of it, I feel like. Yeah. Like, every time at healers, I would just choke the entire attempt. Um, I finally did end up getting it, uh, like, at, like, 60 or 61 combat. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't what I was trying to do. And then I, after that, I, like, never touched it again. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so stressful. I, I don't even think I can handle it. Like, below level 60. So so let's hear a little bit more about your <clears throat> recent video or videos um, on the account that got into Mauritania with one prayer. So um, I want to hear a little bit of, like, what all went into that. Um, obviously if you guys have watched the video, you guys probably already know what went into that, but like, I guess that like kind of brought back a love for the game for you is what you said. Yeah. For at least a time. Um, (laughs) It did. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. And like, I originally came back because I needed like money and that's why I originally came back. But as I started playing more, I was like. I was finding all of these things with me and a group of a small group of friends and uh like the things I was able to do with them I was like having so much fun you know um I I was actually enjoying myself because it wasn't the same mundane thing I was doing before and this all started in like 2021 early 2021 um and before that 
Uh, I kind of not played RuneScape most of late 2020. Um, so yeah, I came back into it and I started looking for things. Um, I had a series in mind for a defense pure, but I didn't know yet what I wanted to do with it. Um, originally it was planned to actually just be more of a, a weird route, like of me going for, for instance, I was originally going to go do Scorpia kills and like 200 bonded accounts to try and get a shard. And then, like, go and get the other shards and get, like, a Malediction or something to get negative 65 melee crush bonus because those shields give a negative uh, melee crush bonus because I wanted to be able to splash with a cannon, do some weird KBD method, mm. then go for DFS. Just some some really kind of weird thing, but that was, like, the original plan I had for the series. But, like, I kept getting sidetracked because we kept finding all these, like, weird mechanics. Um, we found, like, the hard action thing which in late February, and by the time I found that, um, I was already looking at other little little tidbits of things, but um, that's really when it hit hit the fan, and, and, like, whenever I realized those hard actions were possible, like, everything I had ever learned in my past had been, like, accumulated for this very moment, because I knew all of these weird niche things that had gone on in the past, like, few years of the game that had really no use, but once this hard action, you know, came into effect, um, then it was like it all clicked. It's like now I can use these things I know about, like the mushroom click off. Yeah. Um, I had known about that forever. And now I can use that and wrap it a thousand times because I have this hard action and just stuff like that. It's like I would just have to go, I would literally would have to go back through my discord conversations with people like control F them and like look up things I was like looking for now because I'd totally forgotten like some like niche unique things like force teleports and all of that that could be used with these hard actions. So it was really just like once I found that hard action and like what it meant for everything, it it was like I need to go back and put two and two together and find a way into um like a different maybe even a crazier approach to this account. Um and that's when I was like, well, f- you know, what if I could get uh like into Mortania with one prayer? And that was kind of always something I've always wanted to do on an Iron Man because it hadn't really been done. And um, so we looked into a lot of different ways and used a lot of those different old approaches with the new hard actions. And and um, that's when we finally came to the conclusion that out of almost sheer luck, Priest and Peril, the way it was designed, um, the ending quest dialogue, it was like... It was like two different dialogues. Like to actually turn the quest green, you would have to talk to Dresdel again, and that would allow you to go through the um, portal next to him into Mortania, and that would allow you to teleport in Mortania. So it was like you completed the quest, but you didn't. And so what we realized was, you know, it's really hard to explain all this, but if we could transport this this like mushroom effect um, behind the completion of Dresel then his prayer XP wouldn't drop in front of the mushroom, but instead it would drop behind the mushroom or behind any interface that we had stacked up, like I was using the Tizhar Fight Pit interface. Um, And that's another thing that I had known for a long time, but I finally had a use for was stackable interfaces in different areas like the Tizhar interface. Um, And so, yeah, the only route I could possibly find out of sheer luck was the fact that this, this quest was built really weirdly in the way it ended. And so we transported the interfaces and the mushroom in front of the actual um, XP reward 
but the quest completion you could turn green without the XP yet dropping. So then I went probably to a poor location now that I know it's a diary step because I have no knowledge of like the real <laughs> the real fucking game. <laughs> so I went to the top of Varrock Chapel and uh yeah, initiated the fake log with all the interfaces and the stalls and just hoped that the system update would cut off that um that last XP because I knew it was at the end of the queue. And because I had enough stalls, um, I believe it, it did cut off that XP, and that's why I was able to basically have the quest completed, yet still remain one prayer instead of getting that, like, 1,400 prayer XP. And wasn't so, that, like, the last chance you had because the update was literally fixing it? Yeah, but, um, <laughs> so, well, that's what we thought, actually, but they didn't actually fix it till the next day. Um, I was oh, still able to do it. Uh, for they had a system update the next day. I don't know why they had two system updates in two days, but I was able to um, do that up until the last step, even with the fact that now they had changed it to a one-step completion. It was still only activated by... Or you could still activate the quest completion by clicking off the dialogue at the end of the quest, and that's when the XP would drop. So... The quest journal would turn green in the middle of his dialogue, but even after their initial patch, you could click off of that um, dialogue and then the XP would drop, which also meant in deductive reasoning that any interface besides just his talking interface would hold that prayer XP in front of it as well. So um, even though it turned green in one step now, instead of two, we could still hold the prayer XP behind that dialogue so i actually took that opportunity and made a hell of a lot more accounts let's just say and <laughs> next day next system update i put like over 10 accounts through uh priest and peril with one prayer jesus and, uh, are they still yeah, uh I, well i don't know if... yeah there's they still have some that are <laughs> are one prayer with priest and peril done but um and and so did mauler um, so there's quite a few of them out there, but, um, so after that update though, now it's, is it perm fixed? Yeah. yeah it's perm fixed. Okay. I had another theory in mind on how to do it actually when I went back because they now made it to where it was like an area based effect instead of player. So you could still hold interfaces, um, in front of the XP, but as soon as you teleported or left the gate or anything or hard action, um, then the XP would drop, um, no matter where it was at in the queue of interfaces and stalls. So I was thinking, you know, maybe if you actually um, were able to just log out right there and then at actual Drizzle and not move, because um, you're still in the area, then the XP would still drop behind the mushroom. I never got a chance to test that, uh, but, you know, all the hard actions are patched anyways, so and interfaces that I knew of, so I couldn't really test it now if I wanted to. But, you know, who knows? If it ever comes back, that might be something that works. Damn. The cool thing is, is, like, from a viewer's perspective, like, watching that video, that was so well done. It was, like, the perfect video. I kid you not. I was just, like, I was tired as fuck, and I watched the entire, like, hour video. It was just so, so well done, because it was, like, so many new things that you're watching that you've never watched before learning things about the game that are just 
beyond what any normal player would ever like think to do and then on top of that you got those like blender effects and everything and like <laughs> just a great it was just so well put together man it thanks was, yeah it, and and yeah, that's my motivation it. for a, a, like a lot of this is is trying to show something new like um in these videos because there's the game's so old there's not much new like content out there without updates and um that's why i've always at least wanted to put something at least one thing in each of my videos that is like new or that like no more than 10 people have ever seen who play the game you know yeah um because it yeah like it makes the entertainment value so much better because you're literally like learning something as you're watching it yep and um so that's why also i was like you know there's so much like shit compiled into this video that's just so ridiculous i was like i'm gonna learn blender as well and like just try to make it as good as I possibly can, and it took me oh, it took me like two months to edit that video on Jesus. and off. But... it's so good though. And the the best part is is like, so if that was me making the video, I'd just be so fucking excited. I would just rush to the end almost. Where like you just spoon feed us like little bits, and you're like, oh, so like this is what we were going to do, but now we're going to do this. And it's like, you're like yeah. upgrading every time where it's like, I, I wouldn't have the patience. I wouldn't even know how to like tell a story that way. Almost like you were telling a story basically of like, this yeah. is what happened initially. And then it was just really the, the well done. The motivation for that as well is like, you have all these people who are like, Oh, you're just bug abusing, you know, like it's just, you're, that's all you do. You just bug abuse that. You just like, all, all, like, all he did was tick eat the fight caves, <laughs> like those types of people, you know? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to, you know, make it clear that uh, we, this is like a super like long and intense process of, of weeding out things that work and don't work. And it's not like as easy as it looks um, in some of these shorter videos. And I wanted to make it like show every step of the process that it took us to get to this point in time um, and this final solution um so that people could kind of understand like how crazy um of like a combination of things we needed to achieve for this to even be possible you know yeah um just kind of validate that um that that the style of play that a lot of people don't like um so i tried to do that to the best of my ability yeah it was good one of the best <laughs> thanks um the next video actually I think had the potential to be even better than that. And even, uh, I would say like five times crazier than the content in that video even. Um, but it still will be like the actual content will be really good, but I don't know if I have the time to make, to make it as, uh, you know, story driven or, um, well edited is the problem. So I don't know really if it'll live up to the standard, but, um, for sure, the actual in-game content will be pretty um, insane for the next one I plan to have out, which I hope to have out by the 23rd, actually. Oh, hell so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. So what kind of... Uh, I don't know. I know you were already kind of mentioning that you were... Like, when you first got into YouTube, you just make, like, a video a year, almost. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, what was the whole inspiration to even start YouTube? Where Did you have any... Uh, inspirations like other youtube content creators used to watch that kind of got you um so my youtube channel is actually from 2006 damn Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah so first year of youtube i think even being like publicly out 
um I used to really like uh like I'm a hot my PK videos and like um the really old school PK videos. I used to be on zybez.net um where the, before YouTube even where you had to go download files like from media share and whatnot to actually watch these PK videos from like Fear Figment and and other PKers like that and they would just post them on like this forum site Zybez. Um so that got me to make a, a YouTube channel originally um and and originally I just made solely PK videos. Um, in 2006, I made a PK video. Most of those are all unlisted or privated by now, but, um, I even had a video that was so old, it got taken down by Jagex because it was before their policy of, uh, that, that anyone could watch the game and share it, you know, back whenever game companies didn't really know if they should copyright people, um, playing their games or not. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So I I actually have a video that was taken down from Jagex LTD, uh, from 2006 stealing um, her content man <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um so yeah that for a long time that was the inspiration pk videos um and then i also had another channel on youtube where i did like real life skits um around the same time period like 2006 2007 um that were just really kind of cringe nowadays um and i'll never probably show anyone what that channel was but um I think that one did pretty decently successful as well. It got like around 700 subscribers, which at the time was a lot. And we were like kids. So, yeah. Um, a lot of inspiration for like that, as cringe as it sounds, is like Smosh and someone like the bigger yeah. YouTubers way back when. Um, I, used to, but, I used to watch Smosh. Yeah, a lot of people did. And, uh, and Fred. Fred. I didn't, yeah, Fred. I didn't really watch Fred the Fred, movie. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, oh, God. It's like painful to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the so, girls at my school love Fred. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And and Justin Bieber. And yeah. <laughs> Justin didn't Justin Bieber star on YouTube too or something? I don't know. I think he did. Um, but anyways, yeah. So uh, did that, and then I made PK videos on my RuneScape channel for a long time, just like a few videos a year. These weird builds and whatnot. Eventually, um, and in 2019, that's when my channel had like 4K subs from all those years of just collective PK videos and whatnot. Um, and that's when I decided to do YouTube because I saw, um, well, first of all, I just got out of like a long-term relationship and I was like really kind of like down and whatnot. And I, and didn't really know what to do. And I was kind of tired of <laughs> honestly selling Inferno capes. Um, and that's what I was doing at the time for income was selling fire capes, Inferno capes all through 2018 um and even 2017 i think um but that yeah that's when i like was i really didn't like doing that i just did it because i had to and i did it because i needed money um and so i decided after all this chaos and turmoil happened um oh also my my friend mauler came over in 2018 late 2018 we tried to start this podcast, ironically. Oh shit! Um, and it was going to be a live podcast uh, with like live guests, and we ran it on my Twitch channel. We changed my Twitch name temporarily, um, and we even rented out an office space for this thing. Like we we went, we went like full out, Damn. bought like office chair or not office chairs, like gamer chairs, like. Um, and like all these yeah all this equipment we we bought for it and so he was supposed to come back on visa 
and the government like shut down and he couldn't get his visa and at that time i was trying to run it by myself and so i was just like you know screw it like we actually had gotten around like 60 to 70 average viewers a stream which wasn't really bad just starting off um and so yeah i was trying to run it by myself trying to get partnership up and that's when i started doing the lowest level inferno attempts on that channel by myself like in this massive podcast room um and i got our viewership up like to partnership application standards um got denied partnership um because it was like all within a very short time span they like mm. consistency you know yeah yeah so um I was kind of discouraged by all that. And then, yeah, my girlfriend had left me at the time and all this, you know, all this shit happened. So I was like talking to my other friend who did YouTube named Spelzy. Um, uh, before his name was Evan Andrew H. I think on YouTube, he changed it a few times. He had like around 10 K subs, I think. And he was telling me how like f- fucked up the YouTube algorithm is right now. And he's like, he's like, you can, uh, you know, like post anything that looks remotely good if you have like monetization enabled on your channel and it'll get picked up by like the sidebar for runescape right now and so i was thinking about that and i was like thinking like looking at swampletics content and i was like hmm, you know like this would be interesting to do something like this and just like show the gameplay i actually enjoy doing rather than sitting here and doing the same remedial tasks of fire capes and infernos every day which i hated actually and so I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to stop doing Fire Capes Infernals. And I had a little bit of savings left. And I was like, I'm just going to try YouTube full time. Like, um, I only had like 4K subs. But I was like, fuck it. I'm going to like go full force at this. Um, and yeah, that's when I started Potato Only. And I, I hit like 20K subs from that series pretty quick. And then, um, then I did Lower the Better and hit up to like 80K from that in the same year and um what do you think caused that huge spike was it being shared was that like the thing that kind of uh i think it was because runescape content was like trending and there wasn't a lot of competition Mm. um and there wasn't a lot of monetized channels posting out uh the content i think the algorithm at the time really focused on monetization because youtube wanted to make money and they wouldn't promote videos that weren't monetized at the time whereas now they do actually but um was it rare for things not to be monetized like uh it's just that's weird to me well you have to hit the you know the the partnership threshold to get monetization on your channel isn't that just a thousand subs though it that was the easier part i think it was like hundreds of thousands of hours of watch time oh that was the harder part yeah interesting and, so this is like the, 2018 correct or like 20 this was 2019 okay. early 2019 and yeah that's when yeah like i said swamp Lux was getting like huge and okay. verf was getting pretty big and people like that so i was like yeah let's i'll get in on it i already have a partnership um, i'll see what like i can do i made an experimental video called how I spent four hours killing mole and it was the stupidest video ever. I think I like 30 K views. And I was like, what the hell, you know, like I was like, maybe my friend spells you over here isn't wrong. Like maybe I could do this, you know? Yeah. And so that's when I thought, that's when I started looking at Swampletics and other series. And I was like, I got to do a series like that would get a lot of views. And these snowflake series are getting a lot of views. So, um, you know, maybe I could do something that relates to me in this way. And, 
you know, enjoy it, progress on an account and whatnot. So, um, yeah. And like my, but that, it seemed like that algorithm trend only lasted until I'd say like the summer of the same year. So, um, like my friend Spelzy was also putting out these videos. He'd show me, he'd put out a guide on like NMZ and, uh, it would get like 500k views or something just because I had like a clickbait, <laughs> you know, thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. the dude had like 10k subs, Fuck. and uh, it really so was, was like, busted. Yeah, but then, but then, like he kept trying to do it, and then one summer hit, you know, like his views were going to like 5,000. Mm. He was doing the exact same thing he was doing before, so something changed again, and uh, I noticed it too. I had like a dip in views, but I already had a pretty big base at the time. So, and YouTube tends to help out the larger creators anyways. So I was already at the almost large end of the like creator spectrum at that time. So I could manage it and continue the growth. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it all started. Damn. How is, uh, I guess for those that aren't content creators and other things, and I wouldn't even say I'm a YouTube content creator. I just stream and it's more of streaming is more of like a normal job than YouTube is where like YouTube is like just kind of upload a video here and there. Like, like I was projects talking, versus yeah. like daily hours. Exactly. Yeah. I was talking to solo mission about it, but like what, how is the lifestyle with uh, doing that? Does it, does it really just come down to personal just responsibility getting videos out? Yeah. And stuff? That's the hardest part. Yeah. It's like, you have to make sure like, yeah, you, you set deadlines and, um, try and just keep like uh, a, a somewhat strict schedule. I say that now, but my sleep, like my schedule and my even my sleep schedule was totally messed up for like the, like that entire time until the last three months have finally got on track. But anyways, um, no, it's like <clears throat> now I set like eight hours a day to work on stuff. Um, whereas before my life was so chaotic, I would just I would spend one day I'd spend like sixteen hours a day next day i wouldn't do anything or like sometimes i'd spend 16 hours a day like four days in a row because i procrastinated on something you know yeah um i'd say it's a lot more chaotic um but also you can manage it into like a normal schedule if you really want to which is what i'm trying to do now um so it's just all about responsibility and like um it's like anyone who works for themselves you know like they have to actually same with streamers, you know, like yep. stay dedicated to what yeah. they're doing or else it's just all going to like fall through kind of. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a lot more rewarding, but also it's just there's so much stress to it and like unknown mm-hmm. to like, you know, what you what are you going to make? I think YouTube's maybe a little bit more consistent with like sponsor. I mean, I guess streaming would be too with like sponsorships and stuff, but yeah beforehand because i guess when you're streaming you really don't know like how many subs you're gonna get in a month and yeah and, and you streamed uh for uh, <laughs> what how was your stream uh, i guess just tell me about uh your streaming career i guess i don't know about um, career but like, um, you know, and just... i like I, whenever i like i have streamed like recently in the past i even streamed like in 2015 for like a couple months and i was getting pretty big on even twitch back then but like i couldn't keep up with it like it, i felt like streaming was too much pressure because everyone's watching you like everything you're doing whereas with youtube you know you can um 
only show the best parts of what you do, you know? Um, and I, I have a really bad problem with, uh, you know, um, self-criticism and like perfectionism, like I said. Yeah. And like, it's like, I feel really bad if like, I look like an idiot when I'm doing something. So, uh, I, it, it was always like, I don't know. I didn't like the attention, um, to my every move that it was giving me. Um, and then like, I would come back to streaming again, uh, with the podcast and that was okay. Cause I kind of had like a sidekick, you know, and it made it just a little bit more enjoyable. And, uh, it was kind of like all of an, an, an act anyways. Yeah. Um, and less serious content. Uh, like, whereas before I was streaming like, um, very like low level fire capes and like very hard to do things. Which, when you have like a thousand people watching, you makes it like a t- like ten times worse. Which even once again, why exact? Uh, give me even more respect for streaming some of those low level attempts because that would be so yeah uh, stressful, you know. Um, but that's the main thing. And then yeah, once again, yeah, I returned to streaming most recently in October of last year, I think, and that lasted till January. <laughs> So not long again, and um, I I spent two months preparing to even stream. So, <laughs> like, this is where my perfectionism is once again, like, my worst enemy. Like, I I had over 2,300 buttons for effects um, <laughs> that I could what? use. I tried to make it a very unique, like, streaming experience it for was the year. Unique. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I tried to make it like stream controlled too, like they could control whatever the hell was going on on my yeah. stream. And I looked up all these tutorials, and like um, I really never used OBS before that. I used Streamlabs OBS, and uh, had to install these like third party um, plugins and software and whatnot, and just kept trying to learn how to do more and more even as in the middle of streaming like i would take two days off to try and figure out how to add an, a new set of effects or like a new thing i could do yeah um and i like it was like i was constantly working um if not only being i wasn't even live that often the problem was working out all the technical difficulties of everything like because there was so much shit that could go wrong that always went wrong like every stream so I'd have to spend the next few days trying to fix that or trying to add something because I didn't think it was good enough yet. Yeah. Um, and I just kept adding and adding and adding. Eventually, yeah, I had 2,400 fucking buttons that I could press on my wrist. And uh, 
I probably wasn't a good idea, and I was already like, I already have all these like mental issues, and that I mask with alcohol, so I was getting like drunk every stream <laughs> uh, to try and like entertain people as well, you know, and like not show my like true self, and it was just a really bad environment. I turned my whole fucking living room into like this <laughs> whacked out, <laughs> whacked out like stream room with like the cage and like the bicycle and the the steering the racing wheel and like 18 camera angles and just all this stupid shit and eventually i was just like like fuck this i can't do this any longer like so i just whenever i feel like demotivated i just like totally just like vanish you know like i don't i don't know i don't like prepare at all to like let people down i just like go awol and just like leave that's kind of what i did um which honestly, I think it was for the best because, like I said, yeah, I was getting like drunk all the time and just um, was like mentally killing myself basically and and physically and moving around the fucking room like for like eight hours at a time and like dancing around. <laughs> uh, that was a little hard. So um, yeah, I finally let that go in like January, and then that's when I came back to RuneScape for real so okay okay i want to talk about mental health with you now that we're kind of uh i don't know uh talking about like you know streaming and stuff and consistency and things like that so what have you noticed or i guess what what has worked and what hasn't i don't i don't even know what i'm asking but basically (laughs) i just i just want to like go into mental health because like we all are affected by it and uh I feel like most people that are in content creation and doing things virtually, like, you know, streaming and YouTube and other things like that, tend to struggle with mental health a little bit more than people with, like, a normal job. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's because – I feel like it's because you don't have, a like, a set schedule or regime, and I feel like uh, that's, like, a huge thing, like – Adjusting my sleep schedule to a normal time, for instance, took care of not maybe like only five percent of my problems, but you know you can still definitely tell a difference if you have like a a set regime and like a very like cycled lifestyle. I feel like, but um, yeah, this all all of my issues started exactly like the same time I started uh, taking YouTube seriously, and I think it's because I started spending more time. I don't know what it is exactly, but I think it's because I started spending more time on my computer and I developed this weird thing where like anytime I'd get off my computer or even sometimes after I'd been on it too long, I would feel just like, um, really dizzy and like, uh, disassociated. And I've heard this is like a thing that actually happens. Like people who spend too much time on like, uh, tech technology or computers over like a long period of time can get like disassociative disorders. Wow. And because like there's, so focused on a screen for so long that it's like whenever they get up and look around the real world it it, like it it's less real to them you know uh it's really stupid to hear but like that's what i was dealing with and like i don't know to this day what exactly the timeline of events was but so i thought i had like an ear infection right at first i thought it was something you know physical that was wrong with me and um i don't know if the doctor was right or wrong but I went to like an urgent care and he checked me out and he was like, yeah, you, you have, um, you do have like a double ear infection. 
um, or like you have one ear infected, the other one looks like it's either just got infected or it's about to be. And um, so I was, um, so I was kind of relieved to hear that, you know, like, okay, my brain's not like dysfunctioning and I'm not having like a brain tumor. Um, but at the same time, like I started taking antibiotics and for a short time I felt better. And then like it all came back again. And I was like really confused and I went back to urgent care and like, you know, you have, it's just like a fluid like left over in your ears from the infection, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I scheduled like a date for an ENT, like way down the line. And he's like, I don't think you have it. You ever had an ear infection. He's like, I don't think you, I think you just have anxiety. And I was like, I was like, why? Then like, why did these two doctors, you know, before tell me I had an ear infection and then I had like fluid in my ears. He's like, oh, well, they don't always know what they're doing. So I still don't know to this date what was wrong with me, but as I've like started going, I went to a therapist, and I I started that in t- not until 2020. But um, yeah, I, as I've like further investigated into this, it's like a the dizziness and the weird feel and sensations I was feeling is likely due to the the fact that I have like something called like derealization, which is like um, you just don't feel real. Like it's. The best way I can describe it is it feels like you're just high as shit all the time. Um, it's it's like and when you don't want to be, it's like you can't think straight. Uh, everything's like extrasensory, like lights, uh, noises, um, anything you're looking at. Your eyes can't focus properly. Um, but that's what I was at first diagnosed with, and then it was like uh, I I had gotten panic disorder from that because every time. Um, I felt this way. I thought I was dying, you know, because it felt so crazy um, wow. and like that, like something that but, I thought was like actually real, you know. Was it like happening all the time, or was it just like instances? Um, it would just at first it was instances, and um, yeah, then it started happening all the time. So like Jesus. my only relief from this would be like uh, if I was for some reason. I noticed it was if I was extremely drunk or if um, I just like went to sleep and woke up. And then maybe when I woke up for the first 30 minutes to hour of the day, I would feel almost normal. And then all of a sudden it would just onset again. Fuck. And yeah. And so it was like, it was like living in like straight up hell. Like it was terrible experience. And so like my. And this my all had happened like. 2018 and beyond it had never happened uh, before yeah really. 2019 i had like like a few panic attacks like most people do yeah um like throughout my later teenage years and like early 20s uh maybe like once or twice a year but before 2019 early 2019 yeah none of this had happened it just came out of like the blue like almost Shit. exactly on like my 25th birthday so um yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. And then, yeah, I went to this therapist. She diagnosed me with derealization, then panic disorder. And then so she went about the normal treatment plan for this and found out over the months that, like, nothing was helping me. So then she diagnosed me with, like, PTSD. Uh, then she diagnosed me with, like, OCD. And she's like, I don't know. At that point, you know, I'm thinking, like, we don't know what the hell's wrong with me. So, um, I'm still, like, doing, like, practices for OCD uh, she's thinking it's like a really rare case of OCD that mimics panic disorder. Um, and she's like, oh, I'm going to write a case study on you because you're so your case is like so weird and unique. Like once this is all done with. But uh, it was like I got better for a time with therapy. Then I got worse again. 
and alcohol always seemed to help the problem. So, um, I, I drank more and more and, but like, as the more you drink, the more you get tolerant to alcohol. So it's like, eventually I would have to get so drunk. I was like almost incoherent, uh, to like feel like slightly normal. So I realized I had a fucking problem with all of that. And I was like, another thing I was always afraid of was like death and like losing my mind, even though I never truly went into like psychotic episodes or anything. I always like thought about that. And, um, so I was always afraid to take medication too, because anything that reminded me of a possibility of killing me would be like hyper-focused. And so finally, after I had like this huge breakdown really recently, actually like two months ago, three, two and a half months ago, uh, I went to a psychiatrist, scheduled an appointment and started taking uh, some like actual medication, stopped drinking. And so far, like um, it's been like a month into the medication. I'm feeling like a, a shit ton better. I haven't drank for two months and it's looking up, but it's always like three steps, three steps forward, two steps back kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I never know, you know, like what's going to happen again, but yeah, it's, it's, the biggest thing I found to help with mental health, obviously, so far is uh, even though you hear all these scary things about drugs, I would definitely like at least give them a try because I put them off for two years and I'm already feeling like a, a lot better, you know, yeah. and it probably doesn't work for everyone. But um, that's definitely a big thing. The other big thing is just accepting whatever you have and living more in the moment and not worrying about am I going to you know die or what's going to happen next am i going to have anxiety because this is going to happen next you just have to kind of accept the present and not think about the past or the future you know yeah um so that's probably the best advice i can give so far even though i'm not fully uh you know treated myself yet but yeah that's that's a lot but there it is yeah yeah that's that's a lot more than most people probably deal with more than i deal with uh it's definitely definitely bizarre man like i that's another thing why I, I didn't really want to stream because like even when i'm editing a video sometimes um like i'll be two hours into editing a video and just randomly i'll just have that feeling and like um it'll cause me to panic and i'll have to like go lay down for like two or three hours and to get over it and to get back on my computer to edit again or like when I was doing fight caves even back in the day, you know, for like the level three uh, fire cape, I had to ha- be almost drunk the entire fight cave to like literally uh, make myself do it or else I would just get those random panic uh, spurts and I would have to get up off the computer, which I couldn't really do. So it's like it's it's so difficult like to live like that. Um, and that's another reason why I've literally been on YouTube and you know another like not only have i wanted to do youtube there's been many times i don't want to do youtube and uh, that i've wanted to go out and get like a a traditional job you know i actually have like a master's degree and a bachelor's but um i've never like like physically been able to like i i can now i can but a month or two ago i couldn't even like go to the gas station without just like shaking uncontrollably or um thinking i was going to die it's just like I don't know. Yeah. It's really intense. Yeah. And I, uh, I used to work like normal jobs and stuff. And Mm -hmm. now that I've lived the lifestyle of like streaming, 
and <laughs> literally all the freedom basically of just like making my own schedule and stuff going back to a normal job like as, as nice as it sounds like get that routine back i don't know if i think i would hate it like <laughs> a lot yeah yeah i've always wanted to work for myself um like even like when i was like doing infernos like i said i've just i've just never w- liked the aspect of set schedules and like yeah. making someone else a bunch of money i don't know why yeah just... yeah that the, the best thing is like watching i'm I'm imagining like you watching your youtube growth is just so satisfying just like it's you you know you're building yourself up you're you're building your own little thing up rather yeah. than somebody else's it's kind of bad too though because you tend to um get all your satisfaction from positive feedback from other people who yeah. you can't control yeah. so uh like that's where I feel like almost all my happiness in life has came from for a long period of time was, um, yeah, just looking at positive feedback from other people and you can't always, you can't control what other people say. So yeah. when it goes negative, you know, like you can't do anything about it. So I feel like you kind of have to live your life based around, um, your own goals and not what other people, you know, um, say about you, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. And uh, mm-hmm. what you're you're what twenty seven? Yeah, I'm twenty seven. Okay, I'm twenty six. But um, yeah, we're getting old. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but we're <laughs> actually not because uh, I, okay. So you know what's crazy is uh, I can't. I don't know if I've ever told this, said this on the Save Cast. Maybe I just said it on my stream. I can't remember. But uh, did you know that fifty, like the age fifty, is like the best time in your life? Apparently, really. Yeah, and this is, like, a study that's, like, think about it. Like, a 50-year-old saying 50 is the best time in his life, he's experienced 20, 30, and 40. So, like, but, but you know, what's funny is, like, you might think, oh, well, then, like, you know, he'll probably think 60 is the best, too, because that's, like, whenever he's alive. But people <laughs> people that are 60 and 70 say that 50 was the best time of their life, too. Really? Yeah. So See, yeah, most, of the, most of the older people I've spoken to, they, they tell me, like, they're 30s. Really? But, I mean, I, obviously, I don't have the entire wide population of like the who it's probably like it's probably more of like a boomer survey Mm -hmm. where like you know most people were probably married early 20s and had kids and all that stuff and just normal traditional life yeah true because yeah now they don't have their kids and they have all this money yeah (laughs) Yeah, because my my dad i mean he's 54 he's seems Mm -hmm. i didn't i haven't asked him what's the best time in his life but probably say now he's all his kids are out of the house and he's just chilling. Right. Yeah, I could see that. But uh, yeah, so that kind of gives me a little bit of hope to look forward to. Because sometimes <laughs> I'm like, tw- 20s is supposed to be the best time in my life, you know? And I, I mean, 20 has been, 20s has been the best time in my life, but apparently it gets better. So I don't know, though. Like, I feel like in our industry, it might get worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, see. Like, yeah, we, we become like irrelevant at a point, I feel like. Who knows probably, though? Yeah, truly, who knows? Because it's so new. But I feel like uh, I don't know. I already feel like a fucking boomer in comparison to some of these like new creators out there. Yeah, you know? these like these like nineteen year olds are coming yeah. out starting like Jesus. Like I'm literally a decade younger than me. <laughs> like, exactly. And if if I ever move to like uh, real life content entirely too, it's like fuck. You know, I'm already. Marty, really old, like compared to like what most people who are in this um, same type of content are, like like you said, nineteen, twenty year olds. So yeah, I don't know, yeah. people though, like 
I've seen people like Danny Mullen. Um, I don't really necessarily think he's that great of a person, but uh, he he started like YouTube uh, um, and all his skits and just like not really prank videos, but whatever the hell you want to call them when he was 30. He's like 33 now and he's like super successful. So I feel like age does matter, but it's like once you look like you're literally 50, maybe that's when you should stop, you know, (laughs) playing pranks on people in the street and stuff like that, you know? So uh, let's let's kind of go into it. So you you do have an IRL channel called Rendy versus the World, correct? Yeah. So what are what is the future with that? Uh, um. And what what is what do you hope to? You know, what? I'll ask another question. What is your hope in five years? Like, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish in five years? Um, five years. I'm gonna shoot high. I'm gonna say a million subs. <laughs> um. And just, like, uh, content spanning, like, all genres, pretty much. Um, I really don't want to stick to one singular thing on the channel. Uh, Other than gaming, I don't really want to cover that because I've already been down there. But, um, like, I I would be down for podcasts. I would be down for vlogs. Um, Just, you know, me just straight up talking to the camera for some life story or even just going out and doing some crazy skit like I've done before or like a series that's kind of like a mockumentary. I don't know. Literally anything and everything is kind of what I want to put on that channel. Bro, um, listen. You? Uh, well, I don't know how close you are with Sekon. I know you guys are friends, but I've been, I was telling Sekon, like, dude, you need to make a podcast. And I am going to say the same thing. You know what? You two, regardless of if you like come together or you just have him on your podcast i think a second rendy podcast would be so fucking I'd be great. totally down for that second is like a super um i don't know how to say this like a a super good communicator unlike yes. me who's who's calling him a super good communicator <laughs> you're but, a super uh, good communicator too and you don't believe it i don't i don't believe no it, but... you are and you just have a really <laughs> soothing voice it, you know what whoever's listening to this type one if rendy has a, a soothing voice i'm typing one <laughs> I appreciate but, that, but, but yeah, that, that's definitely Sekon. I know you're you're definitely not wrong about him. Yeah, like he he. I swear that guy's like a natural born like entertainer or something. And I I always used to joke about this um, in his chat. I always I always used to tell him like when he first started streaming like like two years ago. I was like I was like, isn't it nice to be in the next top page Twitch guys chat? Or like I'd say some shit like that, you know, like. <laughs> But he has he hasn't been consistent enough, man. That's, I know. That's the problem. That's I know. The problem. I've told him that. You know, he you know he was about to get partnered like two years ago. That's how that's really? how I saw it. He was yeah. averaging like forty, fifty viewers. And then he would I mean, obviously I had a podcast with him talking about all that and like his carpal tunnel and stuff, but like he still yeah. has great potential to grow. Yeah, he's really just big like a Twitch. really like easily relatable and like very good communicator. Yeah. So it's awesome being around him. You feel good being in the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I'm always a huge fan of people, uh, starting podcasts. So if I would mm-hmm. definitely be super, it wouldn't be runescape related either. So you yeah. wouldn't have direct competition, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And, uh, I actually listen to a lot of podcasts and most of them are not runescape related. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gotten more and more into podcasts. I've been expanding my, like, Re or not reach, but like expanding what I listen to, and it's really cool. Just 
And that's honestly ever, how I get You ever think educated. you're going to expand into like other than RuneScape like related podcast content? Uh, I mean, I guess like so looking back at old Sebe cast, it's very 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 focused on RuneScape. Like mm-hmm. 90-95% of it we're just talking about RuneScape and like game updates and stuff. I feel like I've depends on the guest obviously, but I'm really cool talking about a lot of different things with people that are you know have you're definitely right on that <laughs> yeah like that they have like a runescape background so I, we can relate in some way right but i yeah i really do feel like it could expand do i see it in the next like year no probably not i'll probably there's so many mm-hmm. runescape guests i want to get on but like right it is really fun talking about other things other than runescape as well yeah yeah i'm i'm trying to get out of this game <laughs> I've been trying to get out of this game for um, honestly like two years probably. So. <laughs> it, <laughs> but it I always, always end up back. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, here. How about this? Do you ever? Do you? Did you hear about raids three? And are you going to do any raids three? Or are you like trying to be done with this game? <laughs> I want to hear it from you. I I haven't even done raids one or raids two. <laughs> how about that? I was I was gonna ask because. Uh, <laughs> Um. Well, I know there's like that new armor coming out. And people have been testing it in Inferno. The mm-hmm. armor where you have to be like below 40 HP. I haven't even watched that. Whatever it was called, Summit, Summit, Summer, su- Summer, yeah, Summer, Summit. Summit. I haven't watched that. I haven't read a blog post in years. Actually, <laughs> I haven't. Um, I don't keep up with updates at all. Weirdly enough. Um. Unless it's in the in other news portion of the of the update, and someone links to me <laughs> yeah. like best bra or something, and but uh, the other news is always yeah. the best part. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I, I haven't even done like recent content, like raids one, raids two. Yeah. So I highly doubt I'll even touch raids three, and I really, yeah, I haven't like properly logged into the game other than just like AFK training in like three months already. So. So with that. Um, with that yeah. series that you have yeah there, there's a... not gonna continue that yeah so you have what an episode coming out in six days and then what's the plan after that is it um is it over that's probably over yeah uh it's gonna end when some pretty ridiculous thing but um i think it'll end on a good note and even though it's episode two <laughs> episode two is gonna be like an hour and 40 minutes so damn um, okay yeah so um I think it'll be okay, and um, yeah, I I did have backup plans. Like I said, I still have priest and parallel accounts. I still have defense peers, even with priest and parallel done, that aren't even banned. So um, that's not really the issue. The issue is I just I don't know. Just like I don't. Every time I've been logging into the game lately, I just get angry. So that's probably it. Yeah, and with all the shit that kind of went down, I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, and then to like, if you didn't see it, uh, today they even fixed, um, spawn hitting mechanics. So no longer can you spawn hit for zero XP, which kills a bunch of skillers and 10 HP builds that. Oh yeah. The people that are trying to go for like G malls and stuff. Yeah. And and apparently Jagex Arcane even confirmed that it, it was on purpose and it was, it wasn't because it harmed the game in some other way. They just decided to do it. Hmm. I feel like that's kind of the direction they're taking too, which deters me more from um, wanting to continue down that pathway. 
feel like if I ever make RuneScape content in the future, it's going to be back up to like uh, the standards of um, what's it called? The the Rindy, what is it? Man versus I can't even remember the name of my own my own series. Man versus RuneScape series I was doing with like Buffalo Wild Wing Inferno and the um, the one where I. Uh, did like a surveillance camera over the entire area of Varrock, just some kind of like memery shit like that. Um, but even that, I don't know. Like I, I have like a, I have like three other videos planned after this one that aren't in the series, but are were things I found kind of related. Uh, that I found coincidentally while doing the series because I was just going through every fucking bug I'd ever done in my life, basically. Yeah. Um. But, um, yeah, after that, I don't know. I think I really want to focus on my other channel. Um, and I want to try and get this idea, like I've said before, of, like, how everything needs to be perfect out of my mind. And and just upload, like, whatever the hell I want to. Um, even sometimes with minimal editing. Um, like, the other day I made some stupid um, skit on that channel where I just, like, went out in the woods and did fuck all. and Yeah. Just... <laughs> said some dumb shit you looked really fat at first <laughs> and then you showed <laughs> the then you uncovered the cans yeah, i was like yeah. jesus like yeah it was <laughs> yeah and it was it wasn't until like four minutes <laughs> under, actually you know but uh yeah just like dumb shit like that like uh, i started making a video the other day that, like i was gonna try and admit, like record and edit the video in less than six hours and upload it but I've been so busy with like trying to get this one done by the 23rd that I haven't gotten out yet. I did like three hours of it. And the, the caption for that one is uh, eating Arby's in a dumpster. So, and it's just like dumb shit, you know, I don't know. Just whatever (laughs) my ridiculous mind thinks of that day, go do it. And then I also want to do like some more, um, you know, scripted things that take a lot of time as well. But like in between those, just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. So, it is interesting hearing about people that move on from RuneScape because, uh, you know, RuneScape's been a huge part of my life and I, yours as well, obviously. And, but I didn't yeah. play for eight years straight. Like, I played in, you know, when I was like nine through 12. And mm-hmm. then as soon as 2007, like, free trade and stuff got removed. I just quit for eight years and didn't have a problem with it. Well, I played other stuff. I played like Guitar Hero and stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's just strange because uh, this game is such a boomer game, but like a, like it will be a boomer game. Yeah, where yeah. Like, I don't feel like many new people are playing it. Definitely not. <laughs> like who who under you know twenty plays this game? I think I've met like one person in the last. <laughs> Yeah, like year that yeah. has been in that bracket. This is crazy to me. You can see my age um, range on my YouTube statistics. Like it's, I think most of the people are between twenty five and thirty four by yeah. a long shot who watch my content. Yeah, so. same here. It's like sixty percent or something for me. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's even more than that because it's like I think it's like twenty five percent that are eighteen through twenty four. Damn. Yeah, it's something like similar. I have one yeah. person that's sixty-five plus, or not, maybe not, maybe a few people, but there's point one percent. Probably is one yeah. person. <laughs> I know. Uh, wait, what's maybe what's it's like RS Golden Glory? Maybe that's who it is. <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> 
what's uh what's your percentage of females let me go look that up hold on dude mine's 0. 0. 0.3 0.3 uh it looks like 40% no. <laughs> 80% women watch your stream yeah <laughs> that would be surprising um i don't even remember where the hell to find this thing analytics go to reach reach okay i think that's it or audience I don't know, actually. I'm not there. Okay, yeah, 68% are 25 to 34, and... um, I don't see... Yeah, I don't see gender anymore. I used to be able to find that. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me find it real quick. You don't see... Uh, under audience? audience? Yeah, audience. Oh, agent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Two point eight percent female. Wow. Got some. <laughs> what ladies. did you say you were at? Point three. Oh damn. <laughs> oh wait. Oh wait. No, no, no. I'm at point five now. It it must have. Oh wow. Afterwards. I'm at point five now. Yeah. Not bad. I'm yeah. Twenty twenty-five. percent eighteen through twenty-four, and then sixty-eight percent twenty-five through thirty-four. Um. Yeah, but sometimes I think, like, when is this game going to get to the point where we're all, like, you know, think about, like, 15 years down the road. It's only 40-year-olds playing this game. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, how WoW is, kind of, too. Yeah. So, you do, I, I do kind of wonder at what point does this, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, are, are when we're 40, are new 20-year-olds going to be playing this? I don't think so, because they never grew up playing I don't it. Maybe their parents won't. <laughs> Weird. I've seen some. I'm in the RuneScape Facebook group. I've seen some people post their kids like playing, um, on their accounts or something. <laughs> on there, like, so proud of my son for <laughs> finally getting me these rune essence or some shit. You know. Okay. There's there's a picture on Twitter. Laylo is saying, "Can you explain this photo in great detail?" And it's. It's the dog, I think. Hold on. Two dogs. Billy and Randy. Randy, you're looking down at Billy. Um, Billy is chess bra, so he I I I guess to explain that picture he just does like everything I tell him to. <laughs> he's he's obedient, you know. Um that is a pretty fucking weird picture though. Not gonna lie. Um Lalo always likes to post some really fucked up shit everywhere, so another explanation for the photo i don't know other than that yeah he's i don't know why i've always told him to um make his own channel and like go pursue like some kind of thing like anything like he doesn't want to like show his face so i told him like i'm like dude even like go become a vtuber i can make you like a custom 3d model chest bra head or something you know (laughs) And uh, he he doesn't even want to do that. I don't know. He just doesn't want to do anything. But I told him you already have a head start. Your name's Chespra. You know, people know people know the name. You could you could do anything. But he just refuses. He's he's too humble. He just wants to slave for other people. I guess I don't know. Okay, we got we got four meme questions. I want to cover quickly. Whale asks, "How is this guy ranging melee?" There was a video of that, right? That was like one of the first uh, kind of ex- experimental videos I put out. Like that was actually late 2018. 
Um, yeah, I found this Jewelage bug. Um, I think it's still like the only one ever that was in OSRS, but it was like you could go into King's Ransom, um, not King's Ransom, but Knight's Training after King's Ransom, the mini game, you know, where you kill the uh, paladins for piety or whatever. Yeah. Um, you could go in there, and I was like just like fucking around with it because you know on the wiki it says you can't use anything but melee in here. So I was like, just like brute forcing things. And I was like, what if I use range? Ha ha. And so I was like spam clicking this thing with like a bow. And like, I got a shot off and I noticed it like dropped melee XP. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) So I started experimenting more and I was like, it seems like you can only not range after the NPC, one of the paladins comes up and whacks you for the first time and like drains your stats because they all have these weird drains. So, um, I noticed I could only ever get the first shot off. So I was like, what if somehow I get the first shot off and I just leave through the door? Or what if somehow I get the first shot off and I teleport out before this thing even whacks me? And it was actually very hard to do because that thing comes straight at you (laughs) and, like, attacks you instantly. And so even if I did it as I teleported, you would still get your stats drained and uh, the weird effect would go away to where you could range melee. But... I managed to do it by, like, just basically spam-clicking the hell out of the door as soon as you go in. Like, tick perfect. And they they never made that a valid leave, I guess. So I could just go walk around, um, and I could, as long as I didn't use any prayers or drain my stats at all, um, then I could walk around and use this kind of jewelage bug to actually range uh, melee XP... Um, and it would remember the last melee style you had before you went in through the door. So you could put it on defensive, go into the door with like a, a crossbow, um, on rapid and you'd be getting rapid defense XP. Um, and the, the worst part about that was, is you could, it would look at your range strength bonus to determine what you hit and it wouldn't actually use any ammo. So I could put, like, a dragon javelin in my slot and be using a magic shortbow, and I'd be just hitting, like, rapid 30s um, with, like, this insanely high range strength bonus. So um, I actually bug reported that, by the way, and I made a stream of it. I made a video on it, and it didn't even get fixed for, like, like eight months or something. <laughs> so. God I, don't, damn it. I just don't understand. It's like, yeah... It's like as obvious as it could be, and it still just sat there forever. But that was one of the first things I came across. Yeah, in old school. So, yeah. See, it's it's funny because you you love to uh, discover bugs and stuff, whereas I'm just kind of like, yeah, and I, I don't know like the the back knowledge and like the code behind a lot of the game or anything. I just literally like brute force the hell out of things and like just use like deductive reasoning. Like, yeah, I've told people that before. Like. My programming knowledge is like near zero, so that's crazy. Because yeah, people uh, think that I just I ask know. the the dumb questions and go and try them. Like, <laughs> uh, I feel like my actual IQ probably is pretty standard. But like, if there was such thing as like a creative IQ <laughs> as to like asking dumb questions and trying dumb things, I'd be pretty high up on there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I'm kind of like the same sort of way where I just love trying things. As long as they're like cool to me, like they're interesting to me and stuff. Like I love finding like new little skilling methods and stuff because I do love the game. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I kind of feel the same way. We're all just like, I'll, I'll, this mo- mainly happened more like a year or a year and a half ago. I would literally open the game map and just like look at the world and be like, hmm, I want to go like try out this old piece of content like this. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like a super old area. Like usually the old areas are like super fucked. Like there's something. That's how I <laughs> almost a- always like went about my process as well. Like I would just walk around any <laughs> old area of the game yeah. and just I would click anything. Like I even found there's this, uh, what is it called? Uh, I don't even. Remember. It's like this object inside the start of the observatory quest room, you know where the guy's at. It's called like an ornery or something. And I was like fucking around with it, and I was like, "What the hell?" You know, like this makes your character like act like it's in a cutscene. It's just this random useless object in the game that's not used for anything. Like it doesn't have any purpose. But for some reason, when you go into it, you're invincible. So I found like a training method where I could just keep going into it, and just like keep attacking myself. Like so. <laughs> just like stupid shit like that just walk around the game you just find the most useless and like but still somehow useful things like I don't yeah know. um move over asks elevators or escalators um i can't remember the last time i've been on either to be honest <laughs> i would <laughs> literally be t- well no i i took an uh i took an escalator on uh when i was in new orleans the other week uh, so. um, I, I'd have to say escalators are probably more fun. You're also not confined to a small little space. Yeah. So that's always a plus. Uh, friend zones ask thoughts on pregnant women. I don't know where this is coming from, but I see the other one by friend zones. I don't see that one, but, uh, <laughs> is there another on one? Oh, God. Women? Uh, oh, shout ins- out. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out pregnant women. Um, Good on you for, I guess, reproducing or not. It's your decision. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Do you ever feel like it'd be kind of cool to switch over to IRL on your main channel, or do you just already have that I tried idea that. I tried that before. Did it just not work or what? <laughs> um, it kind of worked, but I realized long-term it was going to be a bad decision. Um, if you look at, like, Sky Does Minecraft, that guy tried that out, and... Um, at first, it really worked, and um, but what I've realized is YouTube looks at your watch time really closely. So, if you have all these people who are subscribed for one thing, and they're the p- normal people who first click your video, um, they're gonna they're not gonna you know always hate on it, but they're gonna click off of it because they didn't subscribe to watch that content. Yeah. So your watch time goes from like fifty percent all the way through to like fucking ten percent, you know. And so. And that's the first viewer. So YouTube takes that information. And the longer you do that for and, and the longer the transition period takes, it, it'll stop promoting you entirely. Mm. And so, yeah, I kind of did that before. I actually got like 80,000 views on an IRL video, um, which is fucking pretty good for having no RuneScape content in it. Um, I have another one with like 62,000 Another one with like 50,000, but it was just gradually going down like 80, 60, 50, and then one even hit like 25, and then I was like, yeah, I probably should not continue this, or it's just going to like actually destroy the channel, and and I noticed even coming back from that period of time, that was like a year ago, um, and I actually hit 100,000 subscribers over a year ago um, with the Buffalo Wild Wings video, and then 
I kind of did that as a transition period into real life content because all of those videos around that time period were like half me, half the game. They're like 50-50, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I finally switched over to IRL and I think that's why it was successful at first because people were kind of used to it by then. But yeah, it just kind of, it kind of dwindled and I was like, it's, it was really hard to get out of even coming back to RuneScape because even RuneScape videos, I had to work my way up from like 70k views back up to like 200 where I was getting before any of this happened. So, Hmm. um, I think it's just honestly, I feel like if you're going to branch out from my personal experience and from, from what I've seen from other people I know, it's like best to just totally make a new channel. Yeah. That's gotta be rough though to like start yeah. over. Ugh. Maybe I, maybe I can get two plaques though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. Names. You would get two, right? Do they do it yeah. by person or just by channel? No, they do it by channel. So yeah, a lot of these people with multiple channels, they have like multiple plaques with different names. It'd be pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, that's exciting, man. I'm I'm just happy for you. If you're happy, uh, like I'm happy that you, you can kind of just move on from uh, gaming in, entirely. Yeah, right? I hope so. I mean, it, I I've been looking into other games like um, more sandboxy games. Like like I was talking about Valheim. I was trying to do like no armor runs or like trying to do the game in reverse through the bosses and like. Uh, just find weird mechanics through that game and i had fun doing that like i took a hiatus after that whole um situation with jagex and found doing that in my spare time kind of was kind of was enjoyable but i don't think i'd ever really make content out of that i don't know it, it could be like streaming content but um i feel like that would also kill the channel to be honest so like yeah. i don't know what i'm going to do i might just like save the channel for you know, if I ever come back, it'll still be there, and it'll, it'll still be related content, so. Yeah, there's always going to be something in RuneScape, like, a year yeah. or two down the road that you'll come back yeah. for. Yeah, or like I said, maybe those, like, uh, hybrid real-life um, RuneScape videos I was doing before, those got really good um, feedback and reception, uh, actually. Like, the a lot of them got taken down now for copyrighted music, like Inferno, Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, Locked to PvP literally um they a lot of them got taken down but like initially when i posted those that was my highest viewed and like rated videos i've actually had on the channel which surprised me because all my videos before that were about weird mechanics and you know like low level content i took a drastic change and that one actually worked out um for a time period so sort of um, reminds me of tasty i know he does like ira yeah yeah they do really yeah. well, too. Yeah, yeah, they do. And um, as long as it has that touch of RuneScape to it, yeah. that's all that matters. <laughs> that's know. all the people want. I if it doesn't know. have any RuneScape to it, you get a lot of people complaining. They're like, oh, why, why? This doesn't have RuneScape, you know? But I even um, get people like that in the Sabake ass. If, I, if we don't talk enough about RuneScape, people get butthurt. But then there's also people that like want us to talk more about other things other than RuneScape. But the the like vocal, you know, minority always are freaking out that there's no RuneScape. I was, dude, I was enough. like so hopeful back then though. Like that was like a year and three months ago. I was getting yeah like two fifty k views a video of these like videos that were seventy percent me, thirty percent RuneScape. And I was like, I was like, hell yeah! Like maybe I can actually get that meme of a thing I do where I'm like, if I ever get one million subscribers, I'll change my name to Rindy. 
And I was like, you know, like if people like actually like my character I'm portraying on these videos and I could easily swap to IRL on this channel and get like a shit ton of views and build up. Yeah. But like I was like what I thought was a positive, like totally like turned against me. And that's pretty much, yeah, what deters me from doing that again. Mm. Um, But yeah, like I had almost my same sub count over a year ago as I do now. I've had to work my way back up with RuneScape content. Um, but yeah, that's why I don't, I don't trust myself to fuck with the channel again. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, like, I don't know. That's, it's, it's exciting. I hope, uh, hope it goes well. And I also hope you start a podcast. That's my, uh, selfish desire that you start one. I was thinking about doing like a, it's kind of like a shit post podcast where instead of like real topics, it's just like a 10 minute conversation about the most useless things like how was the weather today or just like you know just like really dumb generalized questions that are totally unimportant but just kind of somehow add some touch of flair to them to make it like comedic and value i don't know yeah well but, shit man d- yeah <laughs> um yeah uh guess we'll kind of wrap things up i have one last question okay and I guess the question, well, I usually ask this question, but like, I don't know how much it applies, but what, I guess looking back, I'll, I'll kind of relate it to RuneScape, but like looking back at your RuneScape history, like who are a few honorable mentions or shout outs you would like to give and th- why you, why you admire them. Okay. Um, Bodhi for one, uh, that dude's like always helped me out even when I was super small. Um, he's just like, he keeps up with even the smaller pieces of the community and he's always like, um, promoted what he thinks is good content, you know? Um, he's also like one of the most successful people on RuneScape, obviously. Yeah. Um, and also probably say, like I said before, um, a lot of people think I hate settled, but I actually don't. I look up to him. Uh, <laughs> And his content actually, like uh, Swampletic series, actually was a huge inspiration for getting into YouTube. Um, my friend Spelzy, I don't talk to him as much anymore, but yeah, he, like I said, he encouraged me to get on YouTube and um, try and put myself out there more. Um, there's going to be a lot of people. I'd say, like, big shout out to, like, um, just like my friends personally as well, like uh, Chessbra and. Uh, Mauler, I talk to them all the time. Like I said, Mauler's even like lived with me, and the dude's from New Zealand. Um, oh, he's, he's from New Zealand. Like, yeah, he he's always helped me out with all kinds of things. Um, I got a. And... I haven't watched Mauler just to be completely fair. But... Okay, yeah, he, yeah, he's got a a weird accent. Most people would say it's probably Australian because they never can tell the two apart. But <laughs> yeah, I yeah, wouldn't he, be able to tell he, the two apart. He he's Kiwi, so he's from okay. New Zealand. But okay. um, yeah, just. Friends who've helped me out along the way. Um, like I said, even the old school PKers inspired me, like Fear Figment, uh, Hi the PK, I'm Hot Mai. Um, other than that, like Exact, yeah, big inspiration. Secon, <laughs> um, just for his abilities to communicate so well, I guess you could say, um, and just being a really good person. Um, hmm. I don't know. There's so many. <laughs> um, 
back in the day, I used to really enjoy bug abuse videos. So uh, I don't remember any names associated to those. I think Roy Roy was one of them. Um, those were kind of an inspiration. How how I got started actually was looking up old videos with a lot of that. Um, and hmm. shout out uh, shout out to my girlfriend. <laughs> Not a RuneScape creator, but shout out to her. Um, just helped me through a lot of all this shit, and even with like some of my social medias and stuff. And yeah, I guess that that's it for RuneScape people. I mean, I could go on with yeah inspirations for other things, but yeah, I think that's about it. Well, Randy, I'm gonna have your uh, new Randy versus the World channel. I guess it's not like super new but i'm gonna have that linked in the description and your normal channel everyone that's watching this already is subscribed to your normal channel anyway but i'll still have it linked and i don't know about that but <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't know i feel like if people know who i am they know who you are so um but yeah we'll also have your twitch do you want your twitch linked uh nah you don't have to worry about that okay um, well, link I'll... my twitter or something yeah i'll link your twitter and your two youtube channels Okay, sounds good. Um, but Randy, it's an absolute pleasure. Definitely like a little bit of a shorter one, but I feel like we kind of condensed. I feel like it was really good. I feel like we got like... Yeah, we talked about a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely felt like it's been longer than it has. Yeah, no, for <laughs> real. It, it feels that way. Yeah. But um, thank I you. I appreciate you having me on yeah. once again. And uh, yeah, just talking to me about anything and everything. So. Well, how about this? In like a year or so get you back on and we'll see what's uh what's up with rendy in a year from now yeah is that is that when you branch out to the <laughs> to irl hopefully whenever i'm not still on runescape <laughs> well what like one thing like so i've had a couple people that have finished the game now i'll finish the game 200 mil all and like yeah. we haven't heard of him really since and i think it would be cool to like reach out to them and even like see what they're doing that's not runescape yeah so. that would be cool i'd listen to that too so uh I'll definitely be getting you back on, so I hope you're prepared for that. Probably in a year from now, get those uh, All right. previous guests on. But thank you again for being on it, man. And uh, I'm not going to actually leak next week's guest, everybody, because I'm now I have that competition with OSR's podcast. i got to keep things uh, <laughs> on the down low. <laughs> but I uh, hope you guys are looking forward to uh, next week. Oh, can't even look forward to it because I can't leak it, but I'm not leaking it. But... I think you guys will like the next guest. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Yep. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 